name is Five Star, and I'm an adult film producer and director. I've been in the industry for 13 years, and while the industry has always been fighting for its legitimacy, it feels like a particularly challenging moment, but also a time when people are meeting the challenges with creative and heartfelt solutions. Not only has the industry withstood the ravages of piracy and free porn, spurred by torrents and the proliferation of tube sites, but we've also experienced the decentralization of production. Partly due to the fallout from misinformed attempts at regulation in California, and partly due to increased accessibility to the means of production, in that performers can easily become producers with a decent smartphone and internet access. For the last year, we've been living under SESTA-FOSTA, which has unjustly lumped us in with the horrors of human trafficking has in many ways created a less safe environment for sex workers, and has made it more difficult for us to conduct business. The medical advancements in HIV prevention and treatment, which hold the promise of making us safer, have also sparked discussion about informed consent that highlight divisions in our industry. Performers are speaking out against unsafe work environments and predatory talent agents. Producers are implementing codes of conduct and performer consent checklists. Social media has been a powerful way to promote our content, connect with fans, but also tear each other apart. Mental health issues are front and center as we watch young people in our industry battle addiction and even take their own lives. There's no denying it's been a difficult time, but many people are using it as an opportunity to change things for the better. I've been having some thought-provoking behind-the-scenes conversations with colleagues from different areas in the industry, and in the interest of facilitating and promoting dialogue, I want to share some of those conversations with you. One of these people is industry veteran Leia Tannett, a British performer who last year started Pineapple Support. Pineapple Support is a nonprofit that brings mental health care and emotional support to the adult industry. Recently, I was able to interview her at the industry trade event, the Phoenix Forum. Where does pineapple come from? It is the most commonly used safe word in America. Are you kidding me? After red and stop, but like, right. they would be a bit aggressive yeah. for, for a charity. Your safe uh, word, pineapple, yeah. your safe word. When okay. it all gets a bit too much, just say pineapple. Why did you start pineapple support? That was, I mean, it was, it was completely unplanned. Uh, I went to the Expos Awards show in LA in uh, 2018. And at the beginning of all of all award shows, I, I I now know I didn't then is that they you know they they have a little a little moment for everyone that's passed that year, mm-hmm. and there was I think there was eighteen, eighteen wow. people that were up, and, and you know that was a that was that was not normal, and many of them were performers who had taken their own lives or had overdosed, which is you know it's which is a form really of suicide, whether it's mm-hmm. you know completely intentional, but it's certainly self harm. The majority of these passings were, you know, they, they weren't necessary. They, they could have been stopped, you know, if, if there was something in place to support our performers, then, then this wouldn't have happened. And that's why you started Pineapple And that's support. why I started Pineapple Support. So what kind of services does Pineapple Support offer? We have two different resources, basically. Uh, the, the first one, which is your go-to, is a 24-7 emotional support service. It's actually a, a, a community within Seven Cups, which has been an emotional support platform that's been going for about six years now. So we have a completely separate community within there. Anyone can go on there and volunteer to be a listener. The majority of our listeners are in the industry, which is great. Mm-hmm. But there are others that aren't. But, you know, they're there to help. That's accessible 24-7. Um, people can go on there, make themselves available when, whenever they like. 
Uh, it's done via text. It is completely anonymous. And, and it's been going really well for us, actually. Had some great feedback. Can we talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after your presentation yesterday here at the mm -hmm. Phoenix Forum, I was talking to people, and they were really inspired to sign up to be these, Great. what are they called? Volunteer listeners. Volunteer listeners. What is expected of a volunteer listener? The, the, the clues in the title, really. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's listening. It's not giving advice. Mm -hmm. It's not giving your opinion. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's being empathetic. It's understanding that someone's going through pain. And it's, it's being a listening ear because quite often, you know, you, you know the answer. It's, it's just an opportunity to be heard because, the, you know, the value of being heard, really, mm -hmm. really heard, is, is, is huge. And so if somebody is interested in being a volunteer listener, yep. what should they do? They should go to pineapplesupport.org and click, um, I think it's the top right option, which is volunteer. Awesome. And are the volunteers also anonymous as well? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. really great. You can choose what username you put up there. There's been a couple of performers that have put their performer names, but I really recommend against it because you're going to end up with people on there just wanting to talk to yeah. you as a performer. Exactly. Um. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is the time commitment for that? Whatever you want. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got about 100 volunteers at the moment. Mm -hmm. If you work in film and you're, you're kind of sat at your computer editing, yeah. then why not make yourself available? And if someone wants to talk, then you have a little chat. And if, if, if you're sat watching TV or when you just be scrolling through Facebook... For no reason, mm -hmm. make yourself available. <laughs> yeah, um, and you can do it on your phone via an app. Yeah, so it's it's really simple. Even if it's just for a couple of hours, and maybe no one will contact you that day. But you know, at least you were there. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the work that you're doing and the things that you're providing. We'll talk more about what else you provide later. Is something that resonates with a lot of the industry, and the industry wants to help. So it's really yes. awesome to have this avenue to actually help out. We put some stuff out on Twitter. Uh, last week just saying look, you know we need you we need you to help we want performers and producers and people in the industry to be the ones providing the support because they're they they understand we understand each other and mm -hmm. if you're not in the industry it's very hard and there's too many questions to answer and you know so if you're not in the industry please do volunteer as well but you know it's, it's, it's great if you're in the industry uh, we put up some stuff on twitter and um within two days we had another 40 volunteers wow that's awesome it was it was yeah Phenomenal. You know, just think it makes your heart warm thinking about how you know people want to help. They want to be there, and it's yeah, it's great. What other services do you provide? Well. <laughs> <laughs> we also offer um, to co-pay or pay for professional therapy. That is huge. Yes, it's really huge. And also the so the therapists that we have are all independent, mm -hmm. um, which means you know they're not employed by us. They come to Pineapple Support and say, "Hey, I'm sex positive." I'm sex worker friendly, I'm kink aware, I want to be part of Pineapple Support. So obviously we check their credentials, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They offer us a discounted rate. And then as a performer, if you, if you want to access that therapy, you can go via the website. If you're in America, it's uh, pineapplesupport.org. And then you click get therapy. If you are outside of the States, you go to pineapplesupport.com and okay. click get therapy. Um, awesome. So, so you go on there, there's, there's a form to fill out. We ask for a copy of your ID. Mm -hmm. um, proof that you're in the industry, which can be a link to your social media page, your campsite page, your clips to sell page, you know, wh whatever. Just, just so we can see, you have to have been um, working in the industry for a minimum of six months, and okay. you have to have been active in the industry within the past six months. And then you mark down kind of what areas you think you might need some support in, just so we can make sure we match you with the right therapist, and also how much you can pay. 
So if you can pay $50 towards each therapy session, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. If you can pay five, right. that's awesome. And that goes straight to the therapist. So the more, the more you can pay, the more people we can help. Is there a waiting list? At the minute, no. We, should, we are getting people linked up with a therapist within about three days. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. You know, there's <laughs> a lot of valuable things that you're doing, but I, that seems like the most impactful and valuable yeah. thing. I mean, there's times, for example, when I'm at a convention such as this, it might take a little bit longer because mm -hmm. for privacy, um, there is only myself and my assistant who has access to any anyone's personal details. And I want to keep it that way. If there are a lot of conventions going on, then then please be aware it might take a little bit longer. But that is, that is for your personal security. It sounds like a pretty fast turnaround, even if you're busy. Even <laughs> if it takes a week, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. How do you pay for these therapy sessions? Do you have sponsors? We have sponsors. We need more sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor us. How um, easy is it to be a sponsor? It's very easy to be a sponsor. <laughs> um, so you can go on there as an individual and you can donate. If you are an organization, uh, you can scroll down the bottom of the website and there is a little sponsorship sponsorship link and it tells you all the sponsorship levels. Now, that starts from $1,000 a year, okay. which is nothing. You know, if, if, we, if you break that down into, you know, it's less than $100 a month. If you're a production company or a small studio, you know, it's a really nice way to support your performers and it's not going to break the bank. It is really kind of a direct way yes. to support performers yeah. when you're a producer. So I'm signing up with you. I'll, sp I'll be yeah. a sponsor. <laughs> and I challenge <laughs> other producers out there, even if you have a small production company, to jump on board because it does seem like mental health is a big concern in our industry yeah. and access to mental health is as well. And um, can we talk about how stigma affects people's access to mental health? People say to me, what is the main problem in the industry? What, you know, what's the, what's the main contributing factor to, to mental health in, in adult? And it is this, it's stigma. A lot of people come into the industry who already have, you know, issues with anxiety, depression. It's a great industry to work in if you do suffer because, it, you know, you, you're in control of your, your own timetable. Stigma makes you isolated. You get stigma from your family, from the friends that you probably used to have and don't anymore. It means that you can't just go for a drink and talk to the, to the local barman about how shitty your day was, unlike most other people. It affects therapy as well. We've had so many horror stories from performers who have been actually denied therapy because they work in the industry or, or the most common of course you shouldn't be an adult if you if you didn't work an adult anymore you wouldn't have this chemical imbalance in your brain i mean it's just it's mm. it's total fucking bullshit we're part of a great community a great family of people that that care and look after each other yeah yeah so you're helping break down the stigma we are trying our very best to right. do that you know a combination of the stigma of working in sex and mental health yeah, and they're two. They're two very big, mm -hmm. big battles. Are you looking for more therapists to yes. join up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, at the minute, we have around twenty-five therapists across the U.S. Uh -huh. um, because of the way um, laws work in the states, you can't treat anybody that's in a different state to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, we do need therapists in every state. I think we're going to need around a hundred therapists in total to take the influx of, of requests. That wow! Uh, and how many requests are you getting? Currently, almost one a day. Wow. Yeah. Um, which, which equates to a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Please um, donate. Please donate. We did a suicide prevention um, training day uh, last Sunday in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. 
which was wonderful. I mean, it was really aimed at the agents because the agents are, are quite often you know, the first go-to when somebody is in crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the performers because I know a lot of performers who have been in horrific situations, mm-hmm. horrific situations with people who have harmed themselves and they've been the first person on site or seen people in crisis screaming and trying to, you know, ch- trying to reach for, for the closest sharp object. And how do you react in those situations? You're not trained because it's such a growing concern and, and it's something that's happening more and more frequently. The more people working within the industry who are having first contact on a very regular basis with performers need to be trained and be aware of how to handle these situations. It empowers everybody at the end of the day. As a producer and a director, I would definitely want that training because we see tons of performers coming in and out. And, you know, they're our friends. We work with them all day long and share conversations and we hear things. So yeah, I would love to go to something like that or maybe even if you had a virtual training. Well, we, uh, we, recorded, the, we recorded the whole training day. Um, it may take a little bit of a little while for it to be released to the public because I need to go through and make sure that there's no personal comments on there because yes. it did it did become a it was great it was great because everyone was talking about how angry they were or how sad they were or what had happened to them and mm-hmm. and it's you know creating a safe space where people can go I'm really pissed off that they tried to kill themselves. <laughs> Because it's true, you right. know. You know when you've been when you've been affected by something like this, you you have so many emotions, and sometimes you feel like you can't express them mm-hmm. because it's not socially appropriate to be angry. Well, you know, right? You can be angry. It was a safe place for yeah. people to express those feelings. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. In a way, that's kind of group therapy, huh? It was. It was. It turned into a group therapy session, <laughs> um, and it was it was so wonderful to see so many people open up. Something that struck me about the presentation you gave yesterday was how the industry is different now than it used to be and how that contributes to isolation and lack of community and can you talk a little bit about that I've always been on the on the peripheral really uh-huh. um, so this this is from what I've been hearing from other performers right. um, but you know the, the the porn community used to be a lot more tight-knit the porn was always shot in the valley. Mm-hmm. Everyone got together. There were few producers and few performers, and so every, everyone knew each other. Mm-hmm. Because adult has, has become way more accessible with camming and the, um, the video platforms where you can you know, up, up, upload your own video, you can a lot of amateur platforms now. It means that people are, are working from home. Or, yeah, working on their own, one-on-one with a camera, which you're not getting together anymore. And, yeah, there are um, there are obviously conventions, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. And it is a nice way for people to catch up with each other. But there's a lot of performers out there that can't afford to go to a convention. It's uh, expensive. It is expensive. I mean, the, the hotel room costs on their own are usually about 1000 So getting people together and getting people talking and, and understanding that, you know, maybe what they're going through isn't isn't so unique to them. There are, there are others out there and they can actually talk to other people. It's, yeah. it's going to be a, an important um, an important leap for us and something we're looking into. Yeah, you have some do. social plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always got social plans. But, um, <laughs> but for the community. Yeah, for the community, we're, we're really looking into um, helping build the community, educate the community, yeah. which is very important. Well, the, one of the other things I was looking into is, is, you know, kind of reaching out to help with, with couples counseling. Wow. Um, but so this is, you know, these, these are all things that I really want to do in the future. Yeah. Um, when we have enough money. <laughs> yeah, it's the moonshot. Yeah. Give us more money. <laughs> um, yeah, because, you know, if you work an adult, you know how fucking hard it is to have a relationship. Yeah. I hope I can swear, because it's too late if I can't. Absolutely. I'm, 
I don't care. <laughs> Where do you go to donate? Everything you want to do, you can go to pineapplesupport.org. Mm-hmm. You can volunteer to be a listener from there. You can get support. You can get therapy. And you can donate. Pineapplesupport.org. Or if you're outside of the States, pineapplesupport.com. And you can follow Pineapple Support on Twitter. Yes, which is pineappleysw, okay. which stands for your safe word. Okay. Because that's where pineapple came from. Really? It is the most common. I was going to ask you that. (laughs) (laughs) Where does pineapple come from? It is the most commonly used safe word in America. Are you kidding me? After red and stop. But like. Right. They would be a bit aggressive. Yeah. For for a charity. Pineapple's awesome. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's cute. So many people say, that's my safe word. Like, yeah. Your safe Uh, word. Pineapple. Yeah. Your safe word. When it all gets a bit too much, just say pineapple. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for sitting down and talking with me and taking time during this, you know busy convention thanks for speaking with me yeah um will you talk with me in the future maybe remotely like via skype or one of those yeah things absolutely for follow-up questions whenever you like just let me know awesome. um yeah maybe i'll get you on my radio show one day i would love to be there <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right thank you so much thank you darling take care bye, bye. bye.